Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I'm Sophie Scott. And I'm James Gill. Our mission is to make wellness accessible to everyone. We'll be chatting with our favourite people. Sharing uplifting news stories. And delivering tips and tricks. To bring balance to your lives. Hello, welcome to the Balance Podcast. Our guest today, Tom Kerridge. Uh, I've interviewed the great man before. And he's as wonderful. I interviewed him for a a piece in the magazine in Balance last year, maybe the year before. Uh, And he's wonderful. That's me typing his name into my computer. Right then. So the reason why I did that is because the new book is called Lose Weight and Get Fit. And as he reveals in this podcast, this will be the last book of that kind. This sort of closes the door on a quartet of books that Tom's done. Uh, Lose Weight for Good, Dopamine Diet, Fresh Start, and now the new book, Lose Weight and Get Fit. So this is, is bringing that quartet to an end. I mean, he's still done... He's still got the likes of Tom's Table, Best Ever Dishes, Proper Pub Food. Tom will still be banging out uh, classic food books. But I think the the, the dietary uh, slash fitness food books, that this is very much a farewell. Now then, we recorded this episode on the day of the election. The reason why I'm telling you that is, is because we talk about the election. And I don't want you to... I don't... I, I, what... What I would really not like would be for you to listen to this episode and start panicking that there was an election on and you'd missed it. <laughs> like today. Oh God, do I need to get down the polling station? Um, so we recorded this on the 12th of December. Is is Tom serious about running for Parliament? At the time I thought he was joking, listening back. I think he might be serious. You know what? Tom, go for it. Uh, so his new book is out now, Lose Weight and Get Fit. Tom's wonderful. I uh, hope you enjoy. To add, new issue of Balance is out now, this morning. On the co- I'm looking at my watch. Why? Um, <laughs> what was I doing there? And it's out. Five, four, three. It's out now on the cover, Dame Jess Ennis. So we had Dame Jess on the podcast last year. You may have listened to it. If you haven't, do yourself a favour. Check it out. She's wonderful. And I went back to the office and said, we have to get Dame Jess as a cover star she is glorious and so with it being january new year new decade who better than uh, one of the most iconic sports people of all time than dame jess to give all of us advice on how to essentially win 2020 so it's an interview that's packed with lots of great uh wisdom and advice from someone who 
hasn't just walked the war. She's run the run. In fact, she's won the run. Terrible syntax, but the, the, the gag nearly worked. Um, anyway, that's out today. If you're not in London or the surrounding areas, our website is balance.media. We're across the socials at balance LDN. Uh, and I'm at James Gill Comedy. Anyway, without further ado, the maestro, Tom Kerridge. Uh, Tom, I couldn't be more grateful to uh, to have you on the podcast. Thanks for having us. You're, uh, you, you and I have, ha- I think we've gone through similar stuff to be sat in this place yeah. right now. So you, you're someone I've I've uh, I've long admired. The last time I spoke with you, I wanted to get onto the book straight away, and I'm and I've and I've let myself down. But the last time we spoke, we talked about swimming. Yeah. So I'm not a natural swimmer. Phelps's records are safe, yeah. but. Um, <laughs> But I, I get so much out of it, and it, I think it's uh, it's actually quite an underrated thing, isn't it? Because I know you've been a fan historically. Yeah, you? massively. I don't. Do, I, I do very little now. I do a lot more in the gym. I yeah. kind of switch things about a bit just to keep. Like I, I, I keep saying to myself, I'm going to get back in the pool. I'm going to go back in the pool and move from the gym. But I do. I love it. I, do, I love. I love the. Um, the space that it gives you, it gives you thinking time as well because you're on your own. It's a really nice space to be in. You push yourself and you and you learn the technique, the breathing, the whatever else. But actually, when you're in there, you're in the pool on your own, even though you could, it, the pool could be packed, but no one's talking to you. You're not. There's no. There's no connection with the outside world, and it's a great place to be. To be if if you if you want a a, a few minutes escape from reality of life and push yourself in a pool and and and, and just zone out. It's a, it's a great. It's a great way of keeping fit. As, as someone who's crap at uh, meditating, and God knows I've tried. There is something almost meditational about the uh, experience, isn't there? Just going. Back and forth, back and forth, as you say, on your own as well. Yeah, I did. There's, a, I, I think it does take a special person. I think it's probably like runners as well, distance runners. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not one, but I do think when people, you know, I do a little bit on the treadmill, and I don't mind doing twenty minutes, maybe a five k, and you know, thirty five, forty minutes. You know, and just trying to just do. But I quite like the monotony of it. There's the bit where you can zone out. And Absolutely. I think that's quite, you know, I think that that happens a lot in the swimming pool. I think it's probably the same for distance runners as well, where you can just, where it's a, it's a, it's a process of something that you're doing. Cyclists as well. I'm, I'm yeah. sure that if you go out on the bike on your own and you just zone out, particularly if it's, you're not having to worry about traffic and you can do it on a country lane or whatever, but it must be about that zoning space, which is, you know, for, for a mental health point of view, it's, it's equally as, as, as fulfilling as it is for, from a, just a general health point of view. I'm going to ask you the the biggest question of your life: which which lane are you in at the swimming baths? Um, a fast lane. Are you really? Yeah, yeah, fast lane. Yeah, I'm somewhere between. What? Well, well, I'll, I'll often end up with the, the my blue rinse posse. I, th- I feel like we're. I'm going at the same friends. Eth- Ethel and Irene. I'm going the same pace as those. Yeah, guys. no, I, I, I'm, I'm not now. It was fast lane. I've changed gym. The pool is very different. And now I'm in a more competitive gym where there's some open water swimmers that in the wintertime they oh, come hello. into the pool and they're, and they are now, now, now I've, now I feel like I should be wearing it. I should have a blue rinse. <laughs> 
Like it does, it does. I do go, okay, now I gently kind of, you know, like when, also at the gym when you lift weights and you do some bits and bobs, but then like a, some really big blokes turn up and start messing it and like pick up some proper weights, you kind of just like go, oh, I'll go, I'll just go and disappear over. It's the same as in the pool. Like the, the, the these like swimming athletes turn up and you just go, oh, I'll just go over into the little lane and let them smash through. But normally, I yeah, I'm, I'm all right. I can do do a kilometre in about 20 two minutes 20 21 22 minutes so nice. yeah so it's, it's, it's an all right pace it's an all right pace i mean the, the thing with the, now this new book um and I, I there's nothing i enjoy more in life than going full qvc with, with a book <laughs> but what, one thing you always, one thing it always feels like you do is you successfully you move the the genre on so with some cooking books and i, and I do love a cooking book um, they, they some can be a little samey, but you, it always feels like there's a new twist. Um, and with this, um, I love the the per serving stuff. I love the post workout stuff. I love that extra bit of info. Is that something that's important to you to always try think of something new? I, I think. Um, I mean, this is kind of like the third or fourth book, I suppose, in a series of just trying to be about life and balance and and trying to stay in this is about losing weight and getting fit but it's also for a lot of people it's about staying in control of your weight and staying active that's another way of looking at it it's not just about this isn't about everybody lose weight get fit this is about there may, people out there already just going i'm quite happy with what i'm doing but they do have to go to the gym two or three times a week or they do watch what they eat or they do so it's a book to help stay with that and then if you're already in that space then you know the pre and post workout dishes a little bit of extra information is always it's always great it's a good thing for people to have so trying to think of new things or new ways of trying to um build into people's lives and lifestyles is always really important and this is this is probably i mean this is the last book of anything to do with health and fitness it is the last one of going but it's because this one now feels much more in the way of balance because i'm in a much more balanced place me mentally and uh, uh, and and physically that you can just go okay I, i know my everyday processes of what i've got to do where i've got to be and how i've got to stay in control of where i'm at and that's where this book fits really nicely with that because it is about losing weight and getting fit but at the same point it's about maintenance as well and also because you and I are, let's say, uh, over the age of 15, yeah. we... Uh... I thought you were going to say 50 then. I was like, no, 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 <laughs> not yet. I'm not there yet. No, God, no. <laughs> um, we're both over 15. And so w- with that, we, we, we must never get complacent in terms of thinking, oh, I'll always manage this way. We, we, we probably have to work a little harder to uh, ensure that the, the, the spread doesn't occur. Well, yeah, it's not... I mean, very much so. And it's also the point of you, you get to um, ageing process... You, when you're in your 20s and 30s, you don't think about it. But when you get into your 40s, it really does. You, your body has worked for over 40 years. You know, <laughs> your knees do ache a bit. You do make a oof noise when you bend down and do your shoelaces up. You know, you yeah. do become, there are those, you know, that, and it's just a natural thing that's happening because your body is aging and getting older. So you do have to be much more conscious about what you're eating, what, you, what you're putting into your body and how you, you keep it feeling active and 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 they're they're really important to do you can't just sit back and let that process overtake you you're never going to reverse the aging process but i think being able to stay a little bit more supple awake and very and and, and I, I suppose varying up your diet keeps things 
and being able to be much more just alive, just feeling alive and with a lifestyle that is about activity. Has there been anything else beyond the gym that's helped you feel more alive? Uh, work, work is like, I'm, I'm always kind of, we grow, we grow with work. We push really hard. We, you know, business and people, you know, I'm in the people business, you know, hospitality is about people and being in that. Um, and that, that's not just about the guest. That's also about, you know, people coming through the, the, the staff, you know, the people come through the back door that are, that are putting their lives in our hands in terms of their career and in terms of how they can grow professionally and personally and what they can do. So that for us is really important as well. You're also one of these people, you've got that special, I'm going to make your head big, but I make no apology for it. You have that special quality where it doesn't matter if someone's 15 or 85, or 40, they're going to stop you in the street and they're going to talk to you as if you're their mate. I mean, that's, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there are days when you could do without it, but that's that's a really that's a beautiful thing, Tom. Well, you know, we're, uh, it's weird because people people do say that when they go, "And do you want a selfie?" And I'm really sorry, I want to pop, I, I want to, you know, say hello, and I wanted to, and you must get this all the time, and it must be really painful. It's my chosen career. When I walked into a kitchen as an 18 year old and then opened a business and do it, I'm in the world of hospitality. It's only the same as if I'm in my restaurant. It's always a part of making. I'm quite fortunate. I like people. If people want to come and say hello, then it's lovely. It's not. It's not painful. And to think that people um, want to say hello because the books have helped them lose weight or they've helped them change their life. It's a. It's a. It's a really nice place to be. It's not. It's not. We're not in a bad one. So it's not painful if people want to say hello and and have a selfie. It's great, you know. It's it's nice. It's nice. It's nice because I am in the world of hospitality. I would be there on the in the restaurant on the restaurant floor, say hello to people, make sure that you know the guests can come into the kitchen, say hello to us in the kitchen. All of those sort of things are all really important. So this is just an add-on. It's just an add-on of hospitality. Wouldn't it be lovely if twenty, if, you know, if twenty nineteen was, uh, and it was a, a tough year for a lot of people. Wouldn't it be lovely if twenty twenty was a year for a bit more connect- uh, connectivity, a bit more community, a bit more warmth. I'm not, I'm not. I don't want to get too uh, emotional about it, but you know what I mean. That that you have that about you. It would be amazing if it was. However, oh Tom, no. <laughs> I mean, we look at what's going on in the world, in the world of politics, and the way that it's being divisively driven, polar opposites. And I, I think we're a long way back to getting to where we were five or six years ago. I think it goes even worse before we get it back. I like I, I like I I genuinely despair when I look at the world of politics and the way of what's happening and this whole Brexit thing of get Brexit done and it doesn't even start just and if you're in the world of hospitality it's the worst thing ever because for staff point of view for cost point of view from a food perspective from a just everything about it is and it just drives it's driving me nuts it's not I just want to I, I want to bury my head in the sand and pretend it's not all happening I want a time machine I want to go backwards I just can't we just make it nice again <laughs> Well, how do how do we? Uh, I wasn't expecting to ask you this, but how, how do we? Because <laughs> you strike me as, uh, you know, not not just glass half full, glass half empty, but probably great, grateful to have the glass in the first place. The reason why I ask yeah. you, the reason that's the reason why I ask you, what can we do to to get it back? We as if it's us, if it's down to us, the individuals to try 
claw things back, what what can we do? Do you think? I don't like. I I genuinely, honestly, don't know because I yeah. look at it right, and I look. It's like the adults have left the room, and there's a load of kids that are in charge. Like they say lies, they make things up, that, and no one's no one's holding them to account. Everyone See, just that's... they just say stuff, and everyone goes, "Oh yeah, it's just another lie." All right, okay. I like it's just like it's all okay. It's just a really weird, bizarre space that nobody nobody is there upholding the truth, and I find that really incredibly astounding to think how do we get back to there we just we just need we need a grown-up to turn up and tell us all we're being daft get our shit together and let's stop doing this like it's it, it, we, we need some normality to come back in and and as i mean as us as individuals i think yes we always have to question what we read in in the press yes. and, and always question what you read and on, on Twitter and what you, but what you're reading, you're already choosing what you read anyway. Cause those are the people that you follow on Instagram. Right. Those are the people that you follow on Twitter. Those are the newspapers that you read. Those are the newspaper. Those are the news channels that you choose to watch. So they're going to feed you the stuff that already is feeding you things from your belief that you have anyway. So it's, a, it's, a, it's a really weird it's a really weird space that we're in. It's, it's it's very difficult. It would be so lovely if everyone could just be much, much more inclusive and much nicer to everybody. And it doesn't matter where you're from, where your background is, what religion you have, what you can't. We just all get on totally. <laughs> I mean, we've gone we've gone from uh, a place where. I'm old enough to remember Neil Kinnock falling over on a beach and that costing him the election. Mm. Cuts to people telling lies and, and and you know it's it is factually provable that these are lies and we all just shrug it off yeah how we the, ignore how it how the hell have we gone from that to that you <laughs> like, know? absolutely no, absolutely no idea apart from the fact that it is because we've been driven as a country to being so divisive polar opposites that you go well it's all right if he says that because i'm still voting for him anyway because he you know so it doesn't matter yeah. it, it's 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 almost both sides of fueling hatred of each other rather than there's no middle ground no there's not and I remember when politics went through 10-15 years of this kind of grey suited middle ground politics that everybody said I wish there would be a bit more rather than it being a little bit beige Bring me beige back yeah. every time. I want be- I want more beige and, sweet, and sweet beige. beige, beige and like really murky greys. Please bring them back. <laughs> I don't. I, 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 I hate this polar opposites because it's not. It's not right. You know, it forces you to sit in one camp that doesn't. You got to. You know, we got to go and vote for something that you don't necessarily a hundred percent believe in. Like it, it's, yeah. it's, it's. It's. But bring. Let's have some middle ground. Middle middle ground. Am I putting my hat in the ring for standing for Parliament? I'm going to be, I'm going to run as an independent. Finally, this is this is exclusive we're crying out for. Tom Kerridge for PM. When it when, yeah, when, it, when it's the next general election, we have got five years, haven't we? We got we'll have five years. Five years time, we'll be bringing out a book on how to win the general election. That's what we're going to do, <laughs> mate. That is a that is a deal. If I could shake on it here and now, would do. Um, well, in terms of in terms of using food to to feel more alive, are there any could we? Could we? No, no pressure. Could we handpick? Is there anything in this that you would select for our listeners? 
imagine they've come home from work and there's they a, want some there's food. There's a beef to feel. taco dish in there. Like a oh, really hello. Nice, there's a beef taco dish in there. It's beautiful. It's kind of it takes it feels special. It's got like a, a roasted corn, sweet corn salsa on it. Like so, it's, oh. so it's a real simple dish. It's kind of, we all know how to do tacos, you know, <laughs> and with a salsa. But it's actually just kind of next level stuff. It's flavoursome. It's actually quite low calorie. It, it feels luxurious because you can use you know you use steak those sort of things. It's a real nice one to do. It's a beef taco dish in there that's lovely. Really, really nice and then also in terms of you know with one eye on on climate you're mixing it up so you're making you know in some dishes the mushroom is the the hero of the plate yeah and that's you know that's a great thing for 2020 as well isn't it yeah very much i mean we've embraced a lot of vegetarian um recipes in there because you know there's been a move to veganism and vegetarianism and i am not on that bandwagon i am not a vegetarian and i'm not saying yeah that you know for me it's not it's not a, a way of life that I've cho- I've chosen. However, as a chef, I've always recognised that vegetables are incredibly important. They're major parts of the dish, and people's lifestyle choices for people do want vegetarian dishes. And there's a lot of there's a lot of meat eaters out there that do go meat free Mondays, or and are now not missing. Um, that part of their diet and enjoying celebrating vegetables and enjoy it. And what it does do is it also it it amplifies how great good meat is. It makes sure that the meat choices you're making are even better if you're missing them for a day or two. And it's a really good process for us to be going through vegetarianism and the move to focus on vegetable cookery. It's fantastic. It is brilliant. It is great for the food industry. And it will resettle in in a year or two's time of going for everybody that's done it. They will be eating less meat. They may not stay as vegetarian. They may go back to meat. But when they do, they will value it even more. And that's great for animal husbandry. It's great for the the use of vegetables. It's great for an understanding of cookery. You know, normally, we, what do we do? Boil the kettle, bring the pan up to the ball, throw some peas in and a few carrots and then serve it, whatever. Now, actually, if we're learning to cook vegetable dishes and vegetable garnishes and, and uh, that are lovely, you would then serve them with a roast chicken on a Sunday or with... So all those sort of things, it's a... It's settles into a great way yeah. or you choose not to go back and that way vegetables are still amazing you know i think it's a great thing that we're going through at the minute i really do and it's giving us that mindset of um i'll hold my hands up on this historically we we eat meat for the sake of meat so you know oh well it's meal time so therefore it's meat on it's you know it's tea time therefore meat whereas now we, we think differently don't we we don't just automatically turn to meat for every single meal no we, we we actually have a much greater understanding of the food types that we're eating and what we're doing so you eat meat because it's a source of protein uh, okay however you can get protein from vegetables you can get protein from lentils from pulses from so you start going okay well maybe you know that forget it being meat think about it as the the protein or the carbohydrate or the you know yes. you, you, you go now so if i'm going to eat i want protein in my diet I can get it from this amazing red lentils curry. I'm not necessarily missing the meat. Where we've armed ourselves with knowledge about food, where we've grown from going, you know, this is an understanding, a deeper understanding of what those food types are and what they do for you and what they do for your body, then allows you to be able to go, well, forget what it actually is, you know, in terms of this is chicken, beef, pork, or actually, and then think of it, what it is almost as from a scientific point of view, what it brings to our body. How do we make it taste flavoursome? How do we make it delicious? Yeah. And then you go, okay, I'm, you're not missing anything. So yeah, I think I think understanding food types um, is something that's been that 
that as a nation of people we're we, we, we getting much better at and over the last few years we've grown with and have a much better understanding of it massively. When you say this is the, the this will be your last book of this type, um, wh- why is that? You just feel like you've come to a natural... Yeah, because I'm I'm not a dietitian, I'm not a fitness guru, I'm not a, you know, six-pack personal trainer, I'm not, I'm a bloke that's lost weight that has a process of um, an understanding of um, dishes. I've, I approach this as a chef. So I approach these recipes and these food types as a chef. How do I make lower calorie food taste great? How do I make lower carbohydrate food taste great? How do we try and... So I use that chef type. And to be honest, this is my personal lifestyle way of cooking that I do at home or the way that I want to lose weight. But, you know, it's not... It, 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 for me, It's it, this is about the way that i mean the journey that i've been on and it helps people and it gets but it isn't you know who i am as a chef i'm 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 not the expert in this this is how we make lower calorie food taste nice it's not it's not my usp my usp is the fact that i'm a two mission star chef and also um i think the fact that you know you say you're not a <clears throat> six pack guy and not a <clears throat> fitness expert but i think that is that's part of the reason for your phenomenal success because guys like me, people like our listeners, they they relate to you so much, don't they? Yeah, I, I think that's because I found myself in that position. I'm a chef. The first few books before this and the TV stuff before this was not about weight loss. It was not. It was about cooking great food, yeah. you know, and tasty great food. And then what happened as I go on a personal journey, then what happens is the, the conversation inevitably you lose 10 stone the conversation is inevitably how have you done that <laughs> and, and if you find yourself in the world of um media as well as the world of food it's it's almost by accident you go well i have to convey this story it helps people it really does encourage and help people you know and inspires people to go on their own journey to make themselves fitter healthier happier which is incredible so you you go with it and you do it but you know I the relationship that I have with with people when I meet them or bump into them or or they like the food that I cook is because they relate to me because like I'm a bloke that cooks not a fitness guru I'm just I've just been on that journey that has been very visual that people have seen from start to finish so how do you do it well I've done it like this but my job is like any other job I'm a chef I go to work and I and I cook stuff and I do things you know, if I wasn't a chef, I'd be driving a white van. I'd be wearing a high vis jacket. I'm that kind of guy. So, a guy that drives a van is the sort of bloke who would go. I relate to him. I know this guy. I understand. Just the fact that I'm then on TV is then made as it's 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 been it's 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 been there's been a connectivity that somebody's then got because it feels like it's someone that they know that they hang out with at a football match or down a pub. I think if you were driving a, a white van, Tom there would still be a hit BBC series called <laughs> Tom's White Van Escapades. Yeah, because I wonder you, where we'd go. No, but because you've got, because you have that everyman appeal, that, you know, you know what I mean? That there, there would still be, a, there'd still be a format in that, my friend. Yeah, maybe we'll look at it. <laughs> I'm trying to, what, what book could I write about White Van Travels? <laughs> I, 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 you know, I think Michael Palin, but in a white van, I think, yeah. there's, I think there's something in this. There's, there's... 
yeah, long way to go with a with a, with a copy of a rolled up newspaper stuffed down the front, uh, hardcore dance tunes playing, and and, <laughs> and, 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 a, and a box of dogs sat in the passenger seat looking out looking out with his face out the window. That that mate, that's a, that's, that's BAFTA. To be honest, that's my dream. That that is that's a, that's a dream couple of days. That well, um. <sighs> One thing, again, one thing about you, things that you've talked about, you know, you touched on mental health earlier, but I, I, I firmly believe, and I, I speak for myself here, when you see, you know, you're an alpha male, but you're an, every, you're an everyday guy, when you, when you see a guy such as yourself talk about things that you've talked about, the, I, don't, I don't know if you realise the impact that has on people. Is, I, think, I think you've really moved the needle on this one. And do, do, you, do you appreciate what you mean? Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Since 2013, Bombus has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. To to people by talking about the things that you've talked about. No, I find it mental. I find it bizarre. I find it like it's it's all like this weird blag that's just happened. Like I'm a cook that cooks and I've lost weight because I had to. If I wasn't on television, I would have still had to I would have still done that weight loss journey. I would still be that person that's a chef that's cooks and done and I'd have still done it. That that is it it's irrespective of whether it, and it's happened because I've done it because I needed to do it for me personally. And when you need to lose that amount of weight, you you have to zone out of everything else. You become selfish. You become selfish about I am not eating that. I'm not doing this. I'm I am. Is that what it this. takes? Yeah, a huge amount. Yeah, you have to become self indulged almost to the point of it being painful, almost like an addiction or an a. Uh, uh, the most arrogant man you've ever met, like who loves himself. You have to be that person that becomes that self indulged of going. But it's for your own good. It's the opposite of being self-indulged for for narcissistic reasons or for um, uh, um, for enjoyment of drugs or alcohol. What it is is it's self-indulged for. I am not being that. Per- I cannot do that. I have to be incredibly strict. When you lose that huge amount of weight, yeah. And now I've got to the point where it's about a case of balance and working out where it is. So I would have gone on that journey irrespective of who I am. So then when I do meet people that come and say hello and and, and say that it's been inspiring, I, I am genuinely uh, touched, amazed and so pleased that something that I've been able to do and talk about and write about and has 
influence somebody to make a really positive impact and change in their life. I, I find it weird that it's me. Like, cause I, I find it, we, I, I do find it bizarre that it's me, but yeah, I am that feeling of why me. Yeah, yeah. 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 I find it bizarre that I'm the person that has made that happen. However, I'm hugely touched by the lovely things that people say about themselves when they've gone on that journey and because they may follow one or two of my recipes, they may follow them all. They may not even follow the recipe at all, but they've been inspired by the journey and you go, and that is, that is much more important. The whole point of writing the first book in the first place was that if it helped one person change their life, then the whole point of it, that's the whole reason. And it turns out it's helped a lot more. And that's, and that's amazing. I mean, that's the thing. It actually, it actually, Obviously, selling books is great, but it, it, it transcends the books, doesn't it? I mean, some people have been inspired by you. You probably say, oh, have you got my new book? And they go, oh, didn't know you had one out. Yeah. It's, it's, it's you they've brought into you, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, that, that's exactly it. And you're right, you, you really hit the nail on the head there. It's not about the, the book is not... The, yes, but book, books I've written, they're out there to be sold and they make money for publishers and for myself and whatever. But that isn't the point of them. That isn't the point of these. The point of these is that it helps it it helps one person that's all sell one book sell a hundred thousand books i don't care sell sell one that helps change that one person's life that is that is where they're amazing that's why these books are fantastic that's why do you know what that's why there's a great bbc show that goes with it because Mm. the bbc want to make it because it inspires and it helps and it's you know as a where where the bbc stand is they're there to be helpful it's the it's the british broadcasting corporation they're there to be a part of the nation and how it works and if there's somebody there helping people show stories showcase people losing weight that inspires other people to be a healthier nation then that is that is great you know that is that's the whole purpose and the point of it not commercial like you know commercial gain is isn't is obviously i mean it's great and it's an added bonus and all those things are fantastic but the the purpose of them are to help inspire, and that, and when people come and say that, that really does make a di- makes a difference to my day. It makes a difference to if I stopped and thought about it, it would make a big difference to my life. But I don't want to think about it because then it would make me an asshole for thinking about look what I've done. So I don't think about it. I just go, I just, you know, I just, you just go, it's great. It's, oh, that's amazing. That it's helped you. That's brilliant. That's lovely. It's really touching. Let's move on because otherwise I don't, I don't, I, I'm not that self-indulged. Do, do you remember, I don't even remember, but probably about 10, maybe more, maybe about 12 years ago, someone asked Chris Hoy, the cyclist, and they said, they they used his name in the question. They said something like, you know, what does it mean to Chris Hoy? And Chris Hoy, in terms, in terms of what you were saying there, Chris Hoy hit back and said something like, if you think Chris Hoy is falling for any of that third-person bullshit, then you don't know Chris Hoy. Yeah. But what, what it means is I'm not, I would never dwell on something like that because I'll turn into an arsehole. Yeah, exactly. And you do it for different... You've done it... You do it for not the reasons that it's some people might think you do it yeah. because it's 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 the right thing. It's the right thing to do. It's the right thing to do. You do it. And that... And that that is about, I mean, and that comes from my business. That comes from the Hand of Flowers. We opened it in the first place for me to cook and my wife to make our 
And that foundation of what we do, we've allowed people to grow personally, professionally through us. We've tried to do, we grow with our suppliers and producers. We've been supportive of them. They've been incredibly supportive of us. And that foundation of building relationships is exactly what everything this is about. And I can't talk to however many people watch a TV show because I can't. And I can't talk to everybody that buys the book. But if this is a way that it feels like I can talk to somebody and say, this is a way of you know get your head in the right space have a little go at this it's no bother just have a little try that then that's great now i know historically you you you've done swimming i know you do the gym now um what what do you do right now what else do you do for 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 balance the balance what oh, is that i mean I, i'm looking at you and going oh, i don't understand that word what does what does the word balance mean i mean like my 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 balance is massively one-sided into work and commitment and drive right. and move i like i have i struggle very much with balance in terms of life in terms of food and um fitness i that is that is important to me so that's a part of my everyday life but in terms of the balance of work life balance that's massively out from the outside i haven't got a job i have a way of life i'm living a life i'm i spend up to 20 hours a day living my life sleep for a little bit and then go and do it all again and all of those parts are part of my life which is if somebody sat back and go, you should work for eight hours, then you have eight hours throughout that day of being you, you know, whether it's doing, you know, getting up, having breakfast, going to the gym, cooking tea at home, picking the kids up from school, doing whatever, all of those sort of things. And then you sleep for eight, hour, eight hours. That is what someone's perception of balance is. I am way off that. Miles away. I couldn't be further away from that than you believe. Like weekends... I'm, I'm always I'm never there I've just opened another restaurant which mm-hmm. is like it's everything is crazily feels weighted one side hugely and then at the end of it I have to get back to going trying to be father husband normal person but that father husband normal person when it when I'm there is much bigger than someone who's just there every evening of the week cooks a bit of tea does fish fingers reads a story goes to bed like of course actually when i when we do stuff we do major things we do amazing stuff we get to see so many different thing opportunities it's we so it, my father son relationship is out of balance but it's not out of balance in terms of i just hang out and then we just do a little bit of playing and then like it's actually what should we do we'll go let's go to the lion king let's go to a football match but a premier league one and hang out with the players or let's go to a the british grand prix or let's go to you know they're they're big they're exciting they're amazing things so everything is everything about my life including i suppose fathering and parenting is is extreme but also because the balance is shifted in that way heavy to work that just means that those moments are all the more extraordinary and impactful isn't it bigger more huge like and a lot of that is huge for me because i look at it and go wow this is amazing but as a four-year-old it i mean for him it's relatively normal <laughs> like he doesn't Seriously. yeah well he doesn't know anything <laughs> else does he so he's like going oh yeah like this year we were very fortunate he met lewis hamilton he's like, like he's yeah. serious yeah, yeah he's like hi i uh like he's mad into racing cars, loves it, absolutely loves Lewis Hamilton. Thought he was the greatest thing ever. 
except he told him he was going to drive for Red Bull, not for Mercedes, which is fine. And like the whole conversation was going well until that point. <laughs> but it was, uh, but you go, but it's relatively, he doesn't know not having opportunity presented to him like that, you know? So it's quite a weird, uh, we I find myself in, it's a weird fathering position because then we have to bring it, but also then the normality of, what he wants sometimes really kicks in and it's just a day. What should we do today? Should we go and do it? Should we go? No, should we go to the park? Yeah. And that's it. He wants to go on the swings yeah. and the slides and that's it. And it's just, but to me, that's the most, those are the most magical days because it is like, oh, this is what like normal people do. This is like, oh, this is what, oh, okay. So we feed the ducks now, do we? Okay. So it's kind of, and I love that. I love those moments, those days of trying to be a normal like norm normality of life is amazing, but then it doesn't feel balanced, but it feels incredibly special. I'm so blessed. I'm so lucky. I have an amazing time and I would love every moment with AC, my son to be like that. But I know if there, if my life was more balanced and I had eight hours a day with him, like every day, it wouldn't always feel as special. Do yeah. you know what I like? So it always feels every moment that I'm with him. And I know that he's with me we cherish and absolutely love. And it makes it feel very special. Uh, so I, 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 I'm not saying that you suffer. I do suffer. I do know I work too much. Is it some, something in 2020 I would like to try to address is to perhaps say no to more work stuff instead of just saying yes to everything. Do you, do you ever feel a temptation to the fact that you're laughing almost hysterically suggests I know the answer to this, but is, is it? would it be possible for you to work less or is that just not not an option yes it is and then it is it's i'm caught in this kind of whirlwind or hamster wheel of saying yes to things that generate the business that help personal professional growth of everybody that's within the businesses that work with us and then the opportunities that you say yes to stuff like you know going to cook at the Monaco Grand Prix. Amazing. So we did, you know, go and run four, I think we're running eight big yachts out there this year. And you go, well, that's a say yes to that because it's amazing. I, I love Formula One. However, what it does do is it gives loads of staff opportunities to go to Monaco and hang out on boats and cook and do, you know, it's pretty. So you say yes to things because it's exciting and it's fun. And then you, the more you... Is, you know that phrase where people say, you know, you're lucky, but the harder the work, the harder you work, the lucky you get. <laughs> Absolutely, it's the same sort of thing. The harder you work, the more opportunities that get presented, and you go, well, I keep, and these opportunities are just too good to keep going. And you go, and I, by opportunity, I don't mean money make it, profit make it. I know exactly. I, what you I, mean. I mean just life experiences, and if you work hard, you get life. Live a life. I'm living a life, and. I don't want to. I don't want to get to seventy and regret something that I never did. But at the same point, I also don't want to get to seventy and go. I wish I hadn't done that. I wish I'd spent more time doing that. But you know, I mean, what's the worst thing? I'd I'd rather get to seventy and regret going to the Monaco Grand Prix than going. Oh, do you know what? I had a chance to go there and didn't do it. You know, those sort of things. I like it. I I just keep saying yes. However, next year, little man starts school. I am determined to spend a bit more time and get some normality into my life in terms of picking me, picking him up or taking him to school or being trying to get a little bit 
it might not be five days a week, but I would like to get some structure and organization into my life because it's about to hit him and hit his life that you have to go to school and you have to, there are, there is that structure that starts at that time. It's not like nursery that you can drop him off anytime between eight and 10 or, you know, like school starts at this time and it finishes at this. So that normality, I want to grow together with him. I would like to get some more structure in it. And also, given everything that you've done, given how hard you'd wo- you've worked, why would you tap out now? It'd be like a footballer, you know, training his whole life, getting the break in the first team. He's playing for England. He's about to win the World Cup, and then going, ah, oh, you know what? I'm going to spend a bit more time at home. You're, you're in a position. You sort of painted yourself into a, a lovely corner, haven't you? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm very fortunate in the position that we find ourselves in as a is a, a big team of people having you know from the hospitality industry that have worked to this point and it's really exciting and i don't want to let go of that because yeah as much as um so as much as the world of media television and books is fantastic and it's brilliant and it's really good fun i get to hang out with nice people and it's like it's really like it's great i also know that it's it's not my world. I'm a chef and I'm a chef and a restaurateur. And I also have watched and seen that the world of television and media is also fickle and it also changes. And there's also yeah. who's the next big thing or what's the next thing happening. You know, the next series or the next thing might not happen. Yeah. And if it doesn't happen, then to me, actually, it doesn't matter because I'm a chef and I'm a restaurateur. And so the realities of that are um, that's where we're at. I, I cook and I build businesses and th- the excitement and the opportunities that are in front of us as a team of people, those are the people that are around me that are really important, that are very special, the people that worked me for years and years and years within the restaurants to have built themselves their own careers, their own lives, their own, um, you know, they're forging their own destinations within our company, which is fantastic. And that is really, really important. That's that's more important than everything else. That's more important than the the, the world that I have no control over the and, television or the, or, the, or the media or the, you know, they can decide what show that they want to make or where they want to do it or not want to do it. Or I've got a control. I'm, I'm in control of my own destiny with restaurants and food. And also, and I guess there's a... Um... Not pressure, but there's a degree of responsibility. So there's a story about Peter, and I don't want to get sued, so I'll say allegedly or reportedly. Peter Jackson, the film director, I don't think wanted to make these Hobbit movies, but he knew that if he didn't make them, hundreds of people would be out of work because of all the crew members and, you know, everybody worked on those movies. So I think he sort of did it as a very nice obligation to help lots of people. And I get your, it's not dissimilar in that you've got this huge team working under you as well, haven't you? Yeah, but that's not really, that's not a shit decision to make, is it? I mean, you're making the whole, all right, creatively, it might not be what you want to do. Whatever. However, you're making nice movies and you're you're providing work for an incredible team. And I feel exactly the same. My, I, But all my restaurants, I absolutely love. Yeah. I, I, you know, we've got four restaurants and a butcher's and an event company. And you go, well, the four restaurants are amazing. We've got the Hand of Flowers, we've got the Coach, both with two and one stars. We've got the big one in centre of London, the Bar and Grill, and we've got the Bull and Bear that just opened in Manchester. And you go, but that's it. Those are the four. I'm not doing any more. They're all very personal and they're all open for personal reasons close to me. And they're all connectable. They all have the same DNA. They all got staff that have worked in all of the places that are all connected. They're all, and that's really important. So, those are the people that you're right. I do have a responsibility and a um, 
and a sense of um i i i suppose parental yeah kind of yeah. guidance yeah. to them to showcase and you know i don't want to mess it up for them 100% don't want to mess it up for them like i i they they've committed to us their lives in terms of their professional lives or their career path they've chosen to come on a journey with us i owe them a hundred i owe them 100 of everything to make sure that we make the right decision that they may help them make the right decisions uh tom once again i i, I can't thank you enough tom kerridge lose weight and get fit i'm gonna go for the full title high flavor cooking for dieting and fitness um and it's it, it's a it's a wonderful book as i say there's lots of there's lots of info in there and, it, and again it does feel like you're you're moving uh you're moving the medium forward so just you know well done with everything man not just with the books but with uh, with everything everything in general thank you so much thanks for having me on and loved every minute of it bless you tom thank you so much thanks, Big man. thanks to tom thanks to all the people who made it happen we're very grateful as always again a, an absolute banger of a guest if you're new to the podcast check out the back catalogue i've got a flag the carl pilkington episode went absolutely it went as they said in 2013 it went cray cray it really did so if you've not listened to that one that i shouldn't pick a favorite but that one is a real gem um but there's there's people such as fern cotton as i say dame jessenis romish ranganathan ricky gervais oscar winners patricia arquette regina king many many more uh so if you if you're new to our podcast my gosh i envy you you can dive into that back catalogue hours of uh, of pod goodness um and now i feel arrogant saying that because i'm the host but what i mean is because the guests have been wonderful and they've already brought uh, brought their a game um so if you've enjoyed it please leave us a five-star review uh, uh, that helps like you wouldn't believe spread the word tell your friends if you've not enjoyed it just you know keep that to yourself uh, big thanks again to tom and we are back friday take care Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.